Well, well, well. What do we have here? A bonus episode leading to album of the year with my good friend Brandon from Audio Addiction. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we did that. I, I, I don't know why I didn't even think of this in the beginning. This was his idea. I'm sorry, Brandon, for talking your ear off for like almost three hours because the passion just goes into it. Um, but uh, I think we're going to start probably doing this annually. Uh, Audio Addiction and I, um, it's a YouTube channel that you need to go check out. He's been interviewing bands for over six years, and uh, and especially the ones that he got early on, they're massively massively successful, and they have uh, a lot going for them um, as in their careers. So definitely go check him out. And we're cutting the segments in half. So we went live on YouTube, and what we did was we decided to do album of the year. So we're going to do our top ten albums of the year, along with uh, the idea for. Uh, our top five unsigned bands as well. So on this episode, you're going to hear between him and I, our top 10 albums of the year. We're going to go through all of that. And then uh, if you want to check out our personal top five unsigned bands, you would have to just go over to Audio Addiction's YouTube channel. And uh, I'll put that in the link below. So you can check that out. Um, and it was honestly, that was the easiest uh, decision to make with those top five bands um there were a couple i should have added in there but it's just whatever i just think that you know i want to see these bands like flourish uh full, you know through and through so um let's get right into it uh top 10 albums of the year with brandon from audio addiction uh thank you again dude for doing this it was really fun and uh hope you guys enjoy the podcast <laughs> Well, first of all, thank you for having me on again. And guess what? Not only are you recording this segment, but I'm also recording it. And we're cutting it in half. And we're exchanging podcast <laughs> segments. Like, I love it. Well, podcast. Collaboration. Yeah, exactly. Um, Thank you. This is your idea. Full and through. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to be talking a lot. So that's not my fault. That's your fault for inviting me. It's okay. Me, so. <laughs> nah, it's good. I, I'm about it. I'm about it. We're going to get into the albums of the year. This was very difficult. I had so many sleepless nights trying to figure out who was in my top 10. Usually I do 15, so and then with five honorable mentions. So I feel like cutting out five albums is very difficult for me. But, you know, we had to trim the fat a little bit, try to, Just try a little to locate bit. it. It makes it Just more passionate and thought, like, why are we picking it's these albums? It's not provoking. Yeah. Correct, yeah. So for my number 10, I have... Silent Planets, Iridescent. Mm. This came out very recently-ish, but I could not stop listening to this record. I've always been a big Silent Planet fan. I've interviewed Garrett once, and I'd love to interview him again. Um, but this is just peak Silent Planet. I like what they're doing. I just feel like with this record, they tried a bunch of different shit, and it just worked for whatever reason. Um the trilogy like that single when it first came out oh so good terminal liminal fantastic combination of 
you know lyricism and just like depth and just like heart which you know again i love silent planet for and i just felt like this record really struck a chord with me and i just can't can't stop listening to it i know it came out like a couple months ago actually i think it came out last month and i just this has been on my been on my list and i knew i had to include them uh despite it being just so like in terms of time span the shortest amount of time i think at least in terms of the records on here but definitely that one what do you think george have you listened to the silent planet record this just missed my top 10 this was supposed to be number 10 Ooh. okay 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 um the reason there's not any reasons for it. it's all personal taste and stuff um and it, right. dude the metalcore community really popped off when they dropped this album and they were so humbled and definitely did not expect the reaction that they did kind of like the same thing with era like era's like self-titled uh album was fucking impeccable um yeah there's like definitely some correlation between the two albums and such like with like how well redundant the albums are but this is this is really this is fucking top tier silent works or silent plans excuse me um silent plans um album like it's it's good it's top tier music this was this was amazing i was stoked when they dropped this they always like, and the craziest thing to me is they always one up each other. Like I feel like with each record <laughs> so that they've true. kind of done, I feel like they just like I don't know what they do, but they just kind of like do different things, make it more interesting. And I think as a listener, I really enjoy it because I don't always know what to expect with Silent Planet sometimes, but they still keep it really heavy. They keep it really like musically cool. And then I think lyricism is always going to be top tier. Like, I'm never going to say, I, I would say that Garrett never misses in terms of his lyricism. So, um, had to include this on the list. This was very difficult, but I knew I knew I had to have Silent Planet on there somewhere. So, do they popped off with this album? It was absolutely so incredible. popped off. Really so, popped go off. check it out. Go buy it if you can. Um, they like went through all of their tour merch, and I'm kind of mad because I wanted to grab really? something. So, yeah, they they so their last tour that they were gonna or the tour that they were gonna do, they were trying to sell the rest of their like offshoot stuff. So if you wanna go pick up some Silent Planet stuff, go do it. But at number nine, and this is gonna surprise you, is Spirit Box's Eternal Blue. I know a lot of people thought that it was gonna be higher up on my list, but I thought this was a great record all around. Still think it's a fantastic record. I do think comparatively to their older stuff. It doesn't quite hit the mark for me personally. I found them with their first self-titled EP, and that to me is god tier. The singles EP also really great. This was also a really good record, and it was hard for me to put it lower in the top ten, but I knew I had to put it on there because Beer Box has been absolutely murdering it right now. And you know, I loved all of the singles. Uh, I think this record took a lot, a little bit longer to grow on me than I thought it was going to. Like with the EP, the first EP, the self-titled, the singles EP, those were like pretty instantaneous. This one took a little bit, a little extra, a little extra work, but I really dug what they did. I'm excited for their, their future as a band. And, uh, I feel like, you know, I feel like I'm going to be hurting some people's feelings because I put this where it was at. You yeah, know, dude, you but definitely hurt I don't my care. Feelings, That's my choice. So, I mean, <laughs> no, it's honestly, tough. It's, no, it's tough. it's tough. It's tough. It's so tough. It's like, tough. I think the worst track 
off the record personal opinion i thought was yellow jacket with sam carter i thought that one was not the best one. Oh my gosh so disagree with you but that's okay that's why uh, <laughs> you have different music tastes. that's like one of my favorites <laughs> that's probably that, that one i didn't i don't know that one didn't didn't hit you in the feels right that that was it's fine doesn't matter yeah, yeah yeah the first song sun killer was fantastic i think that one's one of my favorites that wasn't one of the singles it was an extremely diverse album, and I think they were also nervous about doing that when they were releasing it, thinking like, okay, you release Holy yeah. Roller, you release uh, Circle With Me, you release uh, – they released one more as a single too. Was it – Hurt. Was it? Yes. Yeah. It yeah. Like, so hurt, hurts you. Hurts hurt you. you. So um, they were yeah. like, uh, we're very excited for this album, but like don't expect it to be entirely heavy, which like I don't think matters, but like it's definitely a huge evolution for – the metalcore um, genre yeah. in itself, like they definitely, you can hear their old similar sounds off of the EP and such, but they really hit the nail on the head with this album. And it deserves to be in anybody's top 10. It doesn't matter like what it's precisely at. I think it just needs to be an essential for a top 10 album of the year. Like no doubt. And I would agree. Eyes. I would agree in any, I think in any slot, like I'm not going to disagree and say that this record was not good. It was great. Um, I just feel like personally, I enjoyed a lot more records on my list here just because like, again, half the record was already released prior to them prior to them releasing the album. Correct. So that kind of like you already kind of got an idea, a little bit of a flavor. They released Secret Garden, Holy Roller, Hurt You, Circle With Me. Um, I think that was it. I think Pretty that was sure. it too, and because yeah. touring wasn't really normal yet, like we were, we were, we were still like somewhat yeah. peak pandemic, so they were really stretching this album out, which was good because then they were able to go on the road, and now they are supporting the album. So yeah, and they're gonna be on tour in uh, Philadelphia. So if you want to see them with Every Time I Die and Under Oath. Uh, I will be there. Are I'm you pretty sure, George? I'm pretty sure George will also be there. So you want to go together? Let's go together. Okay, I'll Let's pick do you up. A date. Yeah, let's do a date. Okay. I'll, you want to come to my house? I'll drive. I'm the opposite. I'm in the complete opposite direction, oh, so that's I can do. Right. You know? Oh, so, you're yeah. not in Jersey. I'm not trying anymore. to get doxxed on here, but you know what I mean. So we're gonna move <laughs> on to the next one, which is gonna surprise George as well. Number eight is Idola's "The Architect." I really dug this record a ton. I know it's low on it. I know, I know. George is having George is having a problem over here. I almost, I'm I like foaming at the mouth right now. Like this, this is... was great. This was also another fantastic record. Uh, Andrew, love of my life, love Andrew. Met him many times. He, major homie. Uh, interviewed Idola. See, well you know, before I they told blew. you. I told you. You know, you yes. know what's good before it hits. Your whole episodes tell. <laughs> this is all i feel like this is all just a shill it's just me shilling you're right manifesting but, the future of this scene <laughs> i guess so but this was a fantastic record i was patiently awaiting this record i feel like this has been kind of like the unkept secret of the swan core community because like this record has been like trying to be released for like i'm pretty sure a solid year it was supposed to be released last year, I'm pretty sure, but then they ran into some issues, and then, then they went and like redid it. I think pretty sure, and like there was just some, there was just a lot of issues with this record, 
And I'm glad that it's finally out and that I can add it to the list because I, you know I was going to because Andrew is a fantastic vocalist. Um, they just, I think they just do something different, at least for me, in terms of Squancore music, period. They've just always had this really great niche of sound, and I think it has a lot to do with Andrew. And just, like, the way that the band is. I know Sergio, uh, he used to be in Stolas, um, is now in Idola now. And uh, I just think the chemistry is on point on this record. Um, I forget the song, but there is a song like midway through this record that was just an absolute banger. And uh, I just enjoyed the ride on this one. This one was really good. They did a track with John Mess, which was very dope. Um, but overall, if you're looking for a great Squancore record, this is for sure the one. Like, yeah. really enjoyed this one a ton. What do you think, George? You seem like you're going to be ready to reach through the computer screen and kill me or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just give you some, like, love taps on the head. Dude, well, I think the anticipation for this album was perfect because I'm sure, like, what was going on behind the scenes, which none of us know, was they were trying yeah. to set up the best preparation for this album, also during a pandemic. Because um, you have the correlation between Blue Swan Records and exclusively licensed to Rise Records. So I don't know if it had anything to entail with like the contract or budgeting or this or that. I don't know. I don't know the details. They didn't release any information. Maybe I should do my research to see if I could do that before we came on and talked about this album. But this It's album okay, though. Really, we doing it live. We really hit it on the net, the head with this, man. Like I saw them live uh, with the Afterburner tour. My God, were they impressive. Um, Sergio's a madman on guitar, always has been. Uh, yeah. And he's been in so many projects within that community, like with CNVAR and like you said, with um, Stolas and stuff. And uh, Idola just really came out swinging with this one. And I was like, because the last time they released anything was back in 2017 was to speak it to listen. So it's like, it's been quite yeah. some time, but I, I, dude, like you said, the chemistry for this is fucking absolutely incredible. Well worth the wait, I think. You oh, know, 100%. like you said, 2017, I love to speak to listen. That's still one of my favorite records of all time. Um, and I think this might. This that, is easily you know? their best work. Easily their best work. I mean, and having it's... uh John Mess feature on uh, uh, Mutual Fear, dude, incredible. Like, th like that's my favorite song. That's my absolute yeah. favorite song off this album. Even though I'm gonna like have to find the other ones. I'm gonna have to find the other one real quick. Counterfeit Shrines is really good too. Counterfeit Shrines. That's also like a really like Counterfeit Shrines is great um, too. Yeah. It's got like a it's got like a good like mix of like Andrew Wells vocals, like kind of like letting him shine through and like having that like be pushed to the front of that song of that track. Like so I don't know, dude. Like this whole album front to back. I think they I, really no they knocked it out of the park. Dude, no skips. No skips. Yeah. I would say my favorite is Perennial uh Philosophy. That one was a banger that's mm -hmm. the one that was the one i couldn't think of that was it that okay. one's the one so highly recommend this if you are into the swan core scene if you listen this one i feel like flew under a ton of people's radars and that kind of pisses me off a little bit dude so, right i feel the same out. exact way no one talks no one talked about this record this is like the un, like i said the best unkept secret in swan core right now is this record so we're gonna move it on to seven which is the homies sentinels collapsed by design this one undeniably one of the coolest records of this year uh they make me so proud to be from new jersey uh they just do st like like their heaviness 
is unmatched to me like the grooves that that like the band has collectively on this record was awesome and to have like their new vocalist like debut on this record pretty much i think is awesome i this is a no skip record for me everything is dummy heavy if you are into like math core at all then this should definitely be on your list a hundred percent um also i haven't been going to the gym recently but i'm gonna be listening to this a ton when i go to the gym because this i feel like this would give you like 10 plus gains for sure 100 percent, no cap what song would you think would be your best oh, to go work out to man oh i'm sorry i didn't mean to do it to you like that <laughs> oh man oh that's so tough Ah, oh, I don't know. That's tough. I'm gonna have to look this shit up. Did you point. listen to this? Did you listen to this at all, George? No, unfortunately not. And, Did you not? Uh, this one's no. a this one's a drum this one's a drumming like show going on here. Yeah, I'll definitely take a listen to it after the stream and start dissecting it song by song. But uh, no, this was not on my radar at all this year. Um, I missed it. That's my fault. Released through Sharp Tone Records, great label, great yes. people, great label, um, great people, yeah. great yeah, great people. Um, they're doing the Lord's work out here. I feel like they they have some of. The, I would argue they have the best roster. Huh? Yeah, I, I can would see argue that. that. They, I would argue that they. I remember when the label just came out of nowhere and they just picked up all these like very prominent acts like We Car and Chioda or is it not Chiodos but it's Craig it's Craig Owens and um savage oh, drugs and like yeah i don't think drugs. they picked drugs up i'm pretty sure they did i know they did i know they had uh, i'm trying to think they did like immure they had like ah, miss may i right. they had like a bunch of huge bands but to kind of answer your question george and i don't want to cut you off no you're uh, i would say inertia or to wither away are Okay. I see meatballs. I am going to add them to my playlist, and then when I go to the gym, <laughs> whatever that is, um, I will definitely take a listen to it for sure. These, this is the one. I think, like again, if you're into technical music at all, this is the one to listen to. So, shouts to the boys and Sentinels. Uh, may or may not have something new with Dave coming up soon. So uh -oh. you know, keep your eyes peeled. Uh oh, so, very stoked on that. Uh oh. Um, Next one, George kind of uh, talked about it a little bit, but is Era's self-titled record. That one came out surprisingly this year. I didn't think it came out this year. If I I had to, Google I had to double it check. To Did you sure. double check too? Because I was like, I, I double checked. God, dude, I was like, I was like, I year. hope this record did not come out this year. And that's not because I don't love Era. I was just like trying to just buy time because I was just like, <laughs> I knew I had to add this to the list. This. This is a masterclass shit, in progressive dude. metalcore. I just want to say that, period. This is their best work. I like JT a lot. Obviously, Augment fan here. You know, I, I, can't, I can't not love that record. But this is very close. And I've, I almost at some points might think it's actually equal in terms, of my, in terms of era. And I've been an era fan ever since Impulse. Um, I just love this record like i went back and listened to it like today to just kind of like brush up and cannot speak enough praises about this record it is one of the best i would say again technical proggy metalcore records to come out this year um 
there were some other ones that I enjoyed, but I wanted to try to keep it closer to albums. There's some EPs that I really enjoyed that obviously did not make the list, but this one was great. Jesse's on point. JT's on point. The rest of the band is just just absolutely, I think they just stepped their game up an absolute ton on this record. So I can't say anymore, George. What do you what do you think about this record? Because we did talk, we, you kind of hinted at it a little earlier, so... I, dude, I put this album on like tr- like track to track, listened to it entirely. Um, when it first came out, I was I was mm-hmm. like in this euphoria with this album. It was absolutely mesmerizing. Um, something that I'd never really expected to be top tier metalcore. <clears throat> this is definitely one of the top two of uh metalcore albums that were released this year. A hundred percent. Like it's either one or two. Yeah. Like it, you can't be anything else um i didn't put it on repeat as much as a lot of other metalcore albums that i listened to this year which i have a few on my top 10 but this one hit this is their best work yeah i think just because it came out in like march i was able to really like digest this record because i felt like earlier in the year we really didn't have too much and then like later in the year we got stacked with like a bunch of records so i feel like i had a lot of time to like really listen to this record and i knew when I was making this list, I couldn't live, you know, I couldn't, couldn't not have this on the yeah, list. Yeah, I feel that. No, absolutely. Yeah. I didn't listen to a lot of uh, metalcore this year. So I only, I think I only have like two on my list. So, and also just, I want to give a shout out to Electric Twilight and Divisionary, as well as Scorpion Him. Those three are great. I just feel like this is a no skipper too. Like I, I love this record from front to back soon as it dropped you know i had to pick that vinyl up so this one this one this one was a good one and i think a lot of people did not think this record came out this year so i i want to say it did come out this year so no it definitely did very stoked on that. the next one i got guys is number five this one is sleep token this place will become your tomb this band again they went on tour with issues and no one knew a single fuck about this band and I absolutely love this band. I've been sundowning, fantastic record. Um, Shouts to all the homies that recommended this band to me because they perfectly kind of hit that like R and B metalcore, like beautiful ambience that I feel like I personally miss in like that this sort of genre of music. Um, kind of similarly to I think how like Loathe does their stuff. I think this band is kind of in the same sort of sphere as that, and I love it. This record is really great. I still think Sundowning is better personally, but I could not deny how much and how often I went back and listened to this record. Um, Just some beautiful, like, songs where they just have, like, the vocalist and piano and then there's some songs where they just have a like an eight-string track ripper, hmm. and it's great. So really diverse, all o- like I wouldn't even say it's all over the place, but it's just like collectively chaotic. And I think it just really works with the sound, what they're going for. Also, the fact that I'm pretty sure no one knows who they are as people because they all wear masks. Like in their stage presence. Oh, okay. So, so it's kind of like baby metal ish kind of. Not even like baby metal. 
it's more like ghost if anything where okay. they just wear a mask and people don't know who they i guess they could kind of guess who they are but there's no proof of who they actually are so i think that's kind of cool too it's a good it's a good gimmick i like it i mean if it works for the band hey why not if, but they're very cool keep it a secret Oh, yeah. Well, we'll see. I don't know. I feel like as they get bigger, it's going to be more difficult. But definitely go check out this band, Sleep Token. You already know I love them so much, so I feel like I had to include them on the list. George, have you listened to Sleep Token before, or is this the first time you're hearing about them? Literally the first time I'm hearing about them. I have no idea who they are. I just added them to a listen to this now playlist that I have. That's a secret. So I will be checking this out. have no there idea. There we go, guys. Are, no idea. Go check them out, people in the chat. Go check this band out. Definitely, at least in my opinion, a band that will hopefully be big in the States. Um, so go check them out. The next one I got, Gold Necklace, self-titled record. Wow. This is a fire record. Fire, wow. fire, 20,000 fire emojis. This one is an absolute bop. Love this record a ton. I'm a big Kurt Travis fan. He's my favorite DGG vocalist. I don't care. Fight me in the comments. But <laughs> this... If you want to talk about just that mouthcore, R&B, soul vibe, this is... Ooh, fat crisp. It's <laughs> Eternity Forever 2.0. <laughs> yes, it is. Literally, it's Eternity Forever 2.0. Great shit. If you're into guitar playing, if you're into really great bass grooves, and if you're into great drumming, uh, this is the one. This I can't sing enough praises about this record. I low-key, high-key almost thought about putting this as number one just because Whoa. I ran oh through this God. record ran, as soon as it dropped on that shit, listening to it every day. I've probably listened to it. And this is how I know it has good staying power is that I've listened to it at least once every week from the week that it released. Oh, I love that feeling. I love that feeling when you so, just like you know you can go back to it whenever you feel like it. You're like, oh, it's the same feeling every time. I feel like I feel like Kurt really broke out of his box. Like I feel like he did in the Eternity Forever EP, but this one I feel like all chains are gone. Full on over nine thousand. Kurt came out and gave us the 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 R and B slapper that we all knew we wanted from him. So this one, high key, low key, one of the best releases of this year. George, have you listened to Gold Necklace? Oh yeah, uh, actually, C Four Cinema like sent me uh, their way. Uh, I didn't know about them at all. I knew Kurt was like in the works with music and such. I just didn't know what the project was called. Um, I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Uh, it didn't make my top 10, unfortunately, but like, this is the right direction for Kurt and this band. Oh, hundred percent. Like, it's just, it, there's, there's some songs where I do feel like it's just, um, definitely eternity forever 2.0. That's why I said it, but Hey dude, like it's good. It's really, really good for a first debut album. Like hats oh, off yeah. to you guys. Like what the fuck is, else is next? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> holy shit. Also, shout-outs to their band, Joe Arlington. He used to be in A Lot Like Birds. Fantastic drummer. Oh, I miss that band. Go give him some love. And uh, Brandon Ewing, he used to be in Chon, uh, which I thought was very cool, and obviously Eternity Forever. So, uh, mm. great record. If you haven't listened to this one, listen, what are you doing? Go as, so as soon as this is done, you need to go listen to that record because it's great. So, Gold Necklace, self-titled, 
great. We're going to move on to three, which is the home team slow bloom. This one I listened to an ungodly amount of time. If I was on Spotify, I'd probably be within the 0.01% easy. But this is a fire record. And that's not because they're my homies. I love them dearly. But this one, you want to talk about hooks on a record? Holy it's shit. It's got the dude. hooks. The last track has Jeff Loomis and Veil vale of Maya. Fucking insane. They did a track with Yvette Young. Shouts to Covet. Love her to death too. And Covet generally. They're great people. Just this record. I feel like I've always said this and I will continue to say this. This band flies under everybody's fucking radar. It and does. it pisses me off it because does. they have the pop fucking hooks on a pop punk band and they just go unnoticed. So please. For the love of God, Joe Goodcheck at the home team. They're going to be touring with This Wildlife. You know your boy's going to be at that Philly show because I love them so much. And I'm going to see them. But this record, bar none, I think one of the best releases, obviously, of this year. And just, I think, from any pop punk band this year. I, like, cannot... Some of the hooks you just can't get out of your head. They're just so... So, so good, so well executed that I, and I remember kind of listening to like little demo-ish stuff mm -hmm. that they sent me. Oh, this is great. Love it. What do you think, George? Oh, dude, I can't wait to, well, spoiler alert, they're on my top 10 too. Um, <laughs> like, I'm not going to tell you where though. The fact that they are, this is a perfect example of a band that you're going to watch evolve in present time. They are yeah. literally changing their sound and they're coming from this pop punk original sound and they're slowly moving into alternative, even pop rock in a sense, like somewhat like band community vibes. Um, but like, yeah, dude, yeah. like Skylar, it has a huge influence on this band with producing them and like this record, um, dude, I, I'm excited for what's next. Like, because this is a perfect example of a band that's probably going to blow up soon. Um, they are they are just gonna catch the eyes and ears of a lot of people in a very very swiftly matter. Uh, and wait until they get on TikTok, dude. Like they haven't even started Ooh. their TikTok game yet. Like I, I was talking to Brian about it on the podcast that we had recently, and he's like, dude, he's like, I can't. He's like, I'm making it a priority. Like when we get back off tour, like I'm going on TikTok all the time. I was like, yeah, dude, please, because that will really really push this band to the next level. They're they're possibly even stadium worthy. I don't know, dude. This band's tight. Love this album. Slow Bloom is a fucking banger. It was great. I, again, hard to argue one of the best record releases of this year. The band, I loved Better Off. I thought that was one of the best pop punk records in a, in, a, in a while, too. But just like George said, their evolution as a band cannot go unnoticed, man. They really just, they just really are doing something special. And I'm so stoked. So go check out the home team. You already know. They're the boys. Also, go check out the interview with Brian over on George's channel. I'm sure it's awesome. I'm going to go check it out because I saw it a few days ago, and I got to go watch it because I support good time. my boy George. He knows who us from so, outside is. I know. That's a fantastic – we talked about it when he when he stayed at my place. So That's so fun. Shout out to, to Brian. Love that dude. And the home team generally, but they're all great people. Uh, number two for me. Listen, if you already know the channel, you already know me. Like Pacific, control my sanity. I don't even need to say anymore. This is 
This is a no skipper all day, every day, 365, 24-7. I this this I this band to me personally, I don't think they've ever written a bad record. I will go on the record and say that I've loved all of their records equally as much. Um In Spite of Me was great. Uh Distant Like You Asked is fantastic. It's just this band to me just I just get I don't know. There's something about this band that I just get and they get me somehow and it just works. This I can't cannot sing enough praises about this band. They fly under people's radars much like the home team and it pisses me off because this band has so many good hooks. I just cannot deny this band as as being a pop punk force within the next year or so. Like there's just no way and I felt like this album did not get enough love at all like i don't see anybody post about it other than george like um like he had their vocalist on and just i feel like this is this just this is like this untold gem of a band and i remember interviewing them back like a couple years ago and i still felt that way i still feel that way now great band great record i can't tell you a favorite track because i love all of them Mm. but george what what do you think what do you think the title I track could talk about is them forever. Absolutely amazing. See, that's what I'm saying. Now, now I'm three cups of coffee in. So now you have to deal with me on and what I have to say about this album too. But dude, like all in all, like this is probably one of my favorite pop punk uh, albums that were released this year. Um, absolutely incredible. Jordan Black and the rest of the band killed it. They went through trials and tribulations to get this thing fucking going because you know they were recording this album mid pandemic, um, or let's just say peak pandemic. So. You know, hats off to them for doing that and pulling it off because this album is yeah. honestly one of the best of the year for pop punk. Like, this is so incredible. Diamond in the Rough, dude, like, they, I love you, dudes. Like, you need to pat yourselves on the back. This is, like, something that I've been looking for in pop punk for a very oh, long 100%. time. Kind of like We Were Sharks with the with uh, their album New Low that they dropped. Like, it's kind of the same thing. Like, it's, it's something I've been looking for for so long that it's just, like, that is what I can hone into and just hold on tightly because I'm never going to let that record go. And this record really, oh, man, underappreciated. I think people need to go to check this out 100%. 100%. We both agree. Go check out this record like pacific control my sanity go buy it like listen this band hat i i'm gonna i want to put myself out there i think this band is gonna do some big shit in 2022 oh if you don't think so you need to go check them out get on the ground floor me and george are on me and george have been in the basement all right and now we're on the ground level correct we 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 we're working our way up dude we have similar we have similar artists on here for our top 10 that makes me feel very happy because well more than happy i I feel i feel like i like i know i'm talking about because you you know what you're talking about at all times so it's like for us to have like similar artists on the top 10 it's like all right so like we're we're we both have really great taste in music so i'm not as soon as they drop the same as soon as they drop their singles i knew this record was gonna be a banger and a half so i uh love this band and i am not afraid to show my bias on how much i love this band so please go check out light pacific fantastic record that's it no cap no Uh, cap but my number one my number one choice everybody's been waiting for this this moment here but drum roll please the my choice is holding absences the greatest mistake of my life this band is phenomenal I don't care what anybody says. I'm so stoked that they're going to be touring the States with Dayseeker, 
Thornhill, and Caskets. This record made me cry, and I'm going to say, if it makes you cry, it's got to be number one. And so this one, for me, hit me on an emotional level. And God, Lucas has a fantastic vocalist. I would love to interview them when they come to the States. But this band can do no wrong. Like, I loved their last record, but this one, like, they took the emotional fortitude of their last record, and they fucking strapped it to a battery and then they fucking powered that shit to the next level mm. and this this is such like in terms of production value is a fucking massive record i would highly recommend listening to it on like good headphones or like good speakers because there is just so many really like detail like nuancey sort of stuff that you don't get if you're just listening to it on like earbuds or like whatever it just is a magical record and i knew as soon as i was coming up with this list this was the record i had to have as number one just because it hit me so hard in my emotions uh and i love it like this band can do no wrong to me much like like pacific but any i would say even one through four could be interchangeable for me, like on a good day or bad day. Oh. And I think for me personally, this holding absence record just, I don't even think it surprised me. It just, I knew that they could do it, but they just exceeded my expectations so much. So shout to holding absence. Very stoked that they're coming to the States again. I don't know how many more times I'm going to mention it, but I'm going to continue to mention it because it's very cool. And this record blew my mind. Blew my mind. What do you What do you think, George? Have you heard of Holding Absence before? Well, first of all, if they're coming on tour with Dayseeker, I think they what should they should do at every venue is hand out boxes of tissues to every single person that enters the venue. I think so because that's yeah, gonna be I a think... lot of crying going on at those shows. Oh yeah, so many, so much cries, so many tears, so many tears shed. But dude, it's a good album. What would you consider the genre of this band? Is it pop punk? No, they're definitely like post hardcore. Okay. Um. I would say like ambient post hardcore. Afterlife, I, I had to pop be. If I had, some of it is very like pop punk esque, but I would definitely consider them in the post hardcore vein. 100%. I think they're a very very well rounded band. Uh, I did listen to the album in full at one point uh, this year, and it's really 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 good. I'm not more of a lyrics person because I'm a musician. I'm a drummer, so like I really follow through with like aggressiveness and like music and such that sure. I correlate yeah. to my 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 physical feelings not, not really mental feelings but all in all it's a great record dude i mean that's a good fucking number one album to be and another band off of sharp tone so it's like uh i was not disappointed in anything that i heard off this album uh this album also has no skips um no skips zero nah. skips yeah so i it's i just i like it it's good i think for me the reason why i enjoyed it so much was just that it's a journey like i think with records like sometimes i kind of glaze over the lyrics just because like much like yourself i'm more into like how does it make me feel emotionally mm -hmm. but i think once i kind of tapped into the lyricism of this record i think that's when the the flood or the idea tear dockets you know opened up you know so <laughs> um i can't tell you how many times i listened to this record it was just fantastic and i knew I knew it had to be on this list. So holding absence, the greatest mistake of my life. I don't think anybody really predicted this to be my top number one, but 
I haven't seen it on anybody's list, and I'm kind of you know kind of a little mad that no one has it on their list because it's great. But that was my list albums of the year. Let me know what you think in the comments below. I appreciate your support, but we're gonna move into George's list here. Uh oh, here we go. Oh yeah, baby. It's about All right. time. It's about time, George. All right. <sighs> so, what's your what's your what's your first one here? What do we got? So I'm gonna go with a band that I also newly discovered this year alone, and it's going to be Siamese from Dublin, I believe, right? I think that's correct. And they dropped their album Home, which is to me uh one of the best post-hardcore albums released this year in my opinion. Um they have two specific features, Drew York from Straight from the Path and Rory from Dayseeker on this album as well. Ooh, Those were my okay. two favorite songs, which is uh Enough and Enough. Um I think this was like a all-around <clears throat> perfect record for them to really let themselves shine. Uh, Andreas uh, really kind of like told me that they put a lot of like effort into structuring this entire album, like how they've envisioned it for a long time. Uh, they've released a couple singles that were covers and such, and they have albums in the past, but this was something that really kind of like caught my, my ear right out of the gate, especially with the feature from um, Drew York. That was my first experience with them. That was home. That is the title track. Um, did you did you get a chance to listen to this at all? Like, did you or do you? I know them? you know I've I have heard of Siamese. I know I think I did a review of one of their albums. I'm pretty sure one of their older ones. But I've always liked this band. Surprisingly enough, I did not know that they released this record. I didn't even know they had a new record coming out. So this is new to me. I definitely will go after this. Go listen to them because I like their band and their music. But I just completely. I don't know if it's necessarily disregarding them as a band, but I this was no. This, I mean, this was I, news to this was news to me. And the Drew York and Rory feature, I think that's awesome. So I, I'm, this is one I have to definitely look at. Dude, they really to. went all out structurally. I mean, I think they they definitely experimented with their sound a little bit more, but they nailed it on the head every song. Like an album that has no skips, a, a huge huge improvement from their discography. And like honestly, man, like it's well it should be well deserved to uh be put into the ears of of a lot of people that's for sure but yeah this is definitely number 10 for me like i had to put them in somewhere and i think they belong in number 10 i can only imagine what the future holds for them so uh we'll definitely see, and then we'll definitely see what i know they're i know they're an international band where where are they from i'm pretty Tur sure from dublin i'm gonna google it real quick so we can see like where they're from but they're not from uh the uh the eastern hemisphere or the western hemisphere of the yeah, globe. yeah. um siamese band location yeah because i knew they, they were... used to be called siamese cat or something or si oh, yeah. Siamese fighting fish they used to be called siamese yeah, fighting fish. Yeah, okay yeah. so they're from copenhagen denmark so they're not from Dublin, but they're from Copenhagen, Denmark. Excuse me, I was incorrect. <laughs> um, I knew it began with a D, so I wanted to Google. But uh, close. They this this album was dedicated to their like it's self-explanatory home. Like it's dedicated to Copenhagen. Um, they, That's they, awesome. They put a lot of effort and uh, emotions into this album. This is definitely they should easily be proud of. Very very stoked for this band. Like it's it's so good. Congratulations, okay. guys! What an album. I'm gonna have to listen to it. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to vibe out with this one. Oh, you're gonna love it, dude. I think it, it will take a little bit to digest uh, for some of the songs, but all in all, it will grow on you for sure. Okay, very stoked. 100%. What's the next one, George? What do you got? What do we got? 
Well, I don't want to say it right off the bat because I actually want to read it so I don't like mess up the long title for this <laughs> album release. You guys are killing me. It's the Seafloor Cinema in Cinemascope with Stereophonic Sound. Um, and let's 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 take a. Uh, I want I want to kind of like explain something real quick. So a lot of these on my top ten albums, um, I also put into consideration of um, how I'm looking into the future uh, with these artists and how they drop them as well. So I'm also taking that into consideration when I'm doing my top ten, yeah. because a lot of these bands, especially uh, ten through seven, um, this is just only the beginning for this band for these bands like that the, uh, these are bands in my opinion that are also currently involving in front of our eyes yeah. so um but dude hats off to this band i mean they uh had a lot of traction um in general with like some of the singles that they've released and such and then recently signing to pure noise and dropping this album it was just an absolute delight um mm-hmm. yeah i agreed didn't expect uh to see some softer stuff they have they're going into like a cyberpunk vibe in some of this stuff off the album (laughs) and my personal favorite is crash nebula on ice because aggressive music like i love aggressive stuff so uh this is easily my top nine uh number nine um I, I I'm stoked for this album and I can only imagine what's next from them. But did you get a chance to listen to this? I'm sure. I have yeah, I have listened to it. Shout out to C4 Cinema. I have had them on the channel very, very long ago, prior to them way prior to them getting signed. But um What am I telling you, dude? That's another thing. I know, Just start writing I that know. down. It's you're manifesting shit. their yeah, careers, dude. Manifest, thank God you're poetic. Thank God you're a poeto on. Now you're manifesting our career. You know Listen, I mean? I, I'm just trying. <laughs> I'm trying to get Poeta signed. That's, that's actually the real goal here. We are signed, um, but <laughs> I mean signed again. But like yeah, again, because this is our last album you know, with the record yeah. company. Um, but anyway, yes, I did listen to it. I thought it was very cool. Um, this band has always done stuff interesting, at least to me. Like I know they're definitely in that math rock sphere of music, and I think if you are in that boat definitely go give that band a listen for sure um very stoked a little bit strange but i think it's good definitely good for them they're gonna be touring with the amity affliction oh, and I so uh, which i think is that. very sick also shout outs to uh, archetypes collide they're awesome too um they're gonna be opening up that tour as well another really sick band um waiting for more material from them and i've also had them on the channel as well so go check them out um but yeah i think I definitely agree with George in the fact that, like, this band has a lot of potential to do some really cool stuff. Like, I I feel like they almost included some, like, like almost, like, hyper-pop elements into their music, which I think is a little, like, definitely in that zone. Um, but I, I like the just mixing of genres that they've got going on with this band. I think they just do something a little bit fresh, a little bit unique. And when I saw this, you know, on the list... You know, you boy had to talk about it, so I, I'm glad that George mentioned them. They they were on kind of on my rotating list of like bands that released music this year, mm-hmm. and uh, I just feel like I didn't get a, give it enough love. So I will definitely go back and listen to it. But yeah, I agree, with George. This is a band that to keep an eye out in 2022 for sure, hundred percent. Yeah. So ten through seven for me is like more so like I look at these albums, and again, it's. I'm seeing these bands or we're seeing these bands evolve in front of our eyes as we speak. Um, 
because this is just the beginning for C4 uh, with Pure Noise with this album mm-hmm. with them touring and stuff. So like, <laughs> and I love that for them. And like, they're they're very they do a really good job experimenting with their sound and like making sure that uh, what they want is there uh, for um, their discography. So like, hats 100%. off to them, dude. They really fucking killed this album. Um, I. I like I said, I don't think there's also another bad song off this record either. I think I can listen to every single one like straight through. Um very underrated. I this is a band that's gonna blow up eventually, uh, in the near future. So um Agreed. I'm gonna move on to number eight. We talked about this already. It is the home team slow bloom. Um you know, I already kind of hyped them up a little bit, so I'm not going to talk too much about them. But, like, <laughs> guys, like, listen, man, like, you're going to be close into, like, playing stadiums soon, dude. Like, I, I can see it. Like, this band is just a, a band, another band evolving in front of our eyes. They're, like, pop punk turning into an alternative, like, pop rock band. Like, it's just, like, they're just trying to feel out their own sound. Um, I'm so glad we had them on our top ten because, like, you can't you can't hide from this album it's kind of it's undeniable like addicting like to an extreme like brian's vocals like and his r&b influences are like probably like what drives me into that band it's just very very interesting to see an art like there's so many influences going into the album and it's it's working it's working really i well. like i like the fact at least for me because i talked to john shout out to john john's my guy he's like my he's like my cousin probably at this point but um John, I really love his guitar playing. I think he's just so not fit. Like, if you look at John, he does not look like he would fit in, like, a pop punk, like, alternative band. Like, and he's even told me, he's like, I've been in, like, death metal bands and, like, you know, harder music. And I think he really finds a way of, like, integrating his guitar playing into, like, pop punk alternative like R&B music. Like they hit so many like genres. It's really impressive that it doesn't seem like too out there, you know? Like it mm-hmm. all collectively makes sense and I think just because they all come from different backgrounds, like Dan used to be in a lot of metalcore bands, Brian's been in a lot more like pop punky kind of more alternative bands and obviously has that big R&B influence. And obviously, like you mentioned earlier, Sky being in issues and like having that sort of influence, I think just the way that all of the worlds collided, I think was just fantastic. So would highly agree this one. If you are slipping up and you haven't checked this band out, you should definitely check them out because going to blow up in 2022. I'm just calling it, you know. I've, oh, I've, dude, absolutely. I've called it before. Absolutely. I've called it before. They're definitely blowing up. I mean, I, out of the albums, I it's really hard to pick top 10 because like, we're kind of like sticking to our scene with like the metalcore, post-hardcore, pop punk, etc., and like it's really hard to compare albums and such. And like, although this is a really, really fantastic album, I just think there's so much to hold for the future for them. Like, it's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's inevitable at this point. Like, they have something special. They could move into the alt scene. Like you mentioned, the band Camino, uh, they could definitely move into I, that sphere of music, hundred percent. That's their intention, and they're gonna do it. It's just a matter of like when. Yeah. I'm just going to say, you know, I got this signed record from them that, you know, I got, Dude, you know, back, back in the days. <laughs> we flexing. Yeah, listen, come on, guys. Sign my record so I can be flexing out here. But next one, George, what's your what's your next one on the list, bud? Number seven, we're going to go with Youth Found with Keepsakes and Reminders. Um, this isn't too far off from his previous album. 
uh tyler tyler my, my fucking dude with uh letters to our formal selves um dude like man is this emotional this is actually yeah. like i, I th- kind of lied to myself earlier this is i took the lyrics into very strong consideration with this um the sound is pop punkish emo um yeah however like he's trending more towards emo lyrically musically he did tell me that the and you know through interviews he said this there's a lot of correlations between this album and his previous album um i'm saying it his but i talked to we talked to tyler it's like that's just how i i envision like, oh i know conversation oh, I know. so i don't want anybody to get distracted it's his band it's like no well, obviously he has a band with him but what i'm saying is like his he got so emotional with these lyrics dude they were dark they were yes, really they were. fucking dark yes, and i was like dude i fucking feel for it and like it some of it spoke to me and i was like you know like it didn't make me cry but i was like damn dude like this is this is a reality setting in with these lyrics so it's a reality um, check yeah i wonder i can't remember what it was i'll do like a quick like google but um dude like this is a band that needs to be on people's radar and i, I again uh, you know i said 10 through 7 uh this is a band that is going to be evolving in front of your eyes as well because of the fact that there's a lot of transitioning from um you're gonna see this you're gonna see this from letters to our former selves and then you're gonna see it to keepsakes and reminders and it's gonna be the middle yeah and then you're gonna like the middle between these then whatever the next one is like it's gonna be musically and lyrically like emo it's gonna be very very incredible but like this album dude tyler and the rest of the youth found hats off what an incredible way to fucking put this out for 2021 i would agree shout out to tyler my guy we might be doing something uh in the new year so keep an eye out for that but um tyler i found out about them like a long time ago too again I want to, you know, I want to flex a little bit, but I found out of them before they signed. So, you know, I I'm just found saying. them out on Dreambound. That's how I found them. Dreambound. Yep. I yeah. found them out in Dreambound. So if you're in the dream, made me fall, find them. Listen, if you're in the Dreambound gang, you know, you know, it's up. So uh, I'm in that uh, gang, dude. But, uh, yeah, they, did you know Tyler, called like, bedroom talk? I do. Yeah. Uh, it was like, that's even a bigger flex. A, yeah. That's, that's an even bigger flex, but, um, <laughs> Shout out to Tyler. Like, this record was great. I feel like I didn't give this one enough of a listen to, like, kind of, like, add to my list. But I feel like if I did, it would definitely be on my list as well. He he lyrically just had some really brilliant stuff going on in this record. Definitely deep. Uh, definitely meaningful. And just the musicality of it, I think, behind it, too. Just, like, he just has this really cool, like, tonality to his voice that I've always really loved. And I feel like it lends itself well to the kind of like emo and pop punk thing that he's doing right now. Um, so gotta love him. Uh, you know, again, a Canadian staple. Some some might say so. Go check out Youth Fountain. I would definitely highly recommend listening to that record. You know, keepsakes and reminders. Maybe Great you record. and I should just move to Canada because all of our pop punk bands that we really like truly love are from Canada. Like... I think that's I think that's the truth. Yeah, I'm about it. All right, so this is from his. This is from his song, "My Mental Health." I poisoned all my drinks again and again, assuming it would help me be a completely different person. Then I'm left with just myself. There's never any way out. I can't find a single thing to feel all right about. It's like, dude, my like, how fucking depressing is that? Like, you're trying yeah. to like get yourself into a completely different situation, and like, it's just not changing. You're like, fuck, I'm the same person. Uh, like, he's he's deep, dude. It's very deep, yeah. deep, deep cut lyrics. 
Yeah, and we talked. I remember I saw them at Voltage Lounge. Shouts to Voltage Lounge. Love that Philly venues, baby. But uh, we were talking about just like music in general, and then he's a big video game fan, so we've been talking about we talk about that stuff all the time. Um, but he's a great dude. Uh, glad he's definitely in a better spot. I think. Uh, and just like this record was primo stuff. So highly recommend George. George is continuing to kill it on this list right now. So I'm eagerly waiting for the next one. Number six, we're coming in with Like Pacific with Control My Sanity. Another one that we have on the same top 10 albums of the year. And Let's go. Dude, it's, oh man. I already said what I had to say. We can just go on to the next one because we I... already know. We already know. Check this. This is the this is the moral of the story, guys. Go check out Like Pacific. Don't be an idiot. That's it, dude. Don't don't be an idiot. That's basically don't it. be an idiot. Don't be an idiot. Don't be an idiot. Go listen to the album. Buy the vinyl. Buy some merch. And go support these boys. Just go see a show. Get out. Go see. Yeah. Go go out and see a show. All right. What do we got next, George? Number five is the third Canadian pop punk band in a, in a row. Is We Were Sharks with New Low. Guys, like, I'm going to clip this and send it to you on a personal level, or maybe just tag you on social media and tell, how you, yeah, how, tell you how I really feel. Like, this is honestly the best piece of work I've heard from you, gents, since I've known you. Like, congratulations. This, yeah. it was so well structured, and like, you hit different, like, atmospheres with, like, this whole album. Like, uh, between um, your singles and trying to promote it during the middle of the pandemic, like you guys absolutely fucking killed it. And there was a lot of um, this was an album I put on repeat a lot. Uh, yeah. Over this was my number one song. I do love Shameless. I don't know. I I, I think the catchy verses for uh, over this and lyrically Randy with your vocals like that kind of got me like into this like headspace with the music. Um, but this is easily your best piece of work, and I am so hoping you guys tour this album because it is so fucking good. One of the top pop punk bands of like 2021 for sure. I love Randy. Shouts to Randy. He's been on the channel twice. Big ups to him. Funnily enough, uh, I will do a side tangent. Uh, we were Sharks and Youth Fountain were on the same tour together, so that's how I met both of those bands. No shit. So, oh, that's right. Ironically enough, that's ironically right. enough, great, great shows. But um, Randy, I feel like I miss. I I low key am mad I did not put this on my list because I listened to the absolute fuck out of this record. It's great, Randy. Like I kind of similarly to the home team. Ironically enough. He's got a great, like, R&B kind of, like, old-school, like, boy band pop vibe to his vocals. Oh, so, yeah. People compare gonna... him on TikTok to the guy from Anne Berlin. That's how they kind of correlate Ooh, his vocals. Oh, yeah. Which makes uh, a lot Stephen of sense. Christian? I can agree with that. Yeah, he definitely has a Stephen Christian vibe. But I'm going to – listen, I'm going to put this out there. Uh, if you guys want to take the bait on it, definitely do it. Uh, George and I would love to sponsor this tour. But, like, if the home <laughs> – we were sharks – uh, did a tour together. Uh, you know, oh, uh, that would be racking in that. That would be racking in some dough. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. You know, so I'd be about it. I'll put my, I'll put my, I'll put my John Hancock on that shit. You know, it's so, so funny too because I talk to people and they, they, they passionately talk about We Were Sharks. Like, God, dude, I love that album. Blah blah blah. It's like, and it's so funny because like that was my first tour was with them when they had Bridge Burner yeah. and like they were like still small but like still popular. 
in Canada coming to the States and such. I was like, man, like I fucking grew up with this dude. We watched the Super Bowl together, got wasted yeah. together, ate some wings. I love those dudes. They're my homies. But like it's not it's not an honorary mention like on this top ten for me. Like I literally thoroughly enjoy this music. I think this is I think Lost Touch was underrated. I think this is just this, I agree. This blows Lost Touch out of the water. Hard the hard water. agree. Hard agree. Hard Easy agree. Good. Fantastic. Good. I agree over it another banger um just this band i think does some something special much like i think the home team you know and yeah you know i i feel like i have to plug that tour like if it happens you know i'm manifesting that shit you guys should tour together that's realistically what i'm trying to say and that i would put my you know i put my logo on that on that like little like tour poster and you know we'd be good yeah, I put I put over this in one of my TikTok videos that kind of blew up, and I, I called it the next generation of pop punk. But I didn't care because like I think they're so fucking good that they deserve to be like on something that would possibly blow up. And then people feel that video be like they've been around forever. I'm like, good, keep talking, keep feeding the algorithm because it's just yes. gonna make it better. Yes. You're just gonna make it just more popular, dude. That was a that was a yeah. good video. It's gonna be the next so, generation of pop punks. Fucking sick. But uh, shout out to, to We Were Sharks. I love you guys, Jason, Will, Colin. Uh, is Love Devin the new bass player? I miss Steve. Steve's not in the band anymore. And Randy, that there's a new bass. I think his name's Devin. I can't remember. Sorry, bud. Love you too. I only met you once. <laughs> Let's move on anyway, to number four. Time. Number four is Landmarks with their album Lost in the Waves. Oh my god, dude! This was probably one of the best, if not like aggressive fucking metalcore albums i've listened to this year. Like next to Era and Silent Planet. Silent Planet, I didn't get much love and appreciation to. Um, I put a lot of pop punk bands on this top 10 for me. That's just how I personally feel with how I'm going about my albums of the year. But, uh, dude, like this, this album was just like absolutely incredible. Um, I think it was like, somebody suggested me their live stream when it was still like in the middle of the pandemic uh, and stuff. And it was like, so it sick. sounded exactly just like the record. I was like, are you kidding me, dude? Like, this is insane. Yeah. 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 So I lost in a wave was like easily like caught my attention, but the live stream guys, that live stream was incredible. This album is so, so perfect. Underrated, underrated, yeah. underrated, underrated, oh. underrated. This I, and again, underrated. like I, th- it's in the top for me because of the fact that I put it on repeat so many times. It's so good though too. And I think the thing that I enjoyed about it the most is just, it's so diverse in terms of like the musicality it of it. Is. Like, they like you have like one song that could easily just like rip your face off in terms of the breakdown and then you have like one song that seems like more anthematic and has like a real like kind of like pop punky sort of thing they did one song that has like some french like rapping in it yeah it's just all over the it's just like all over the map and i really dug that this one was like on my honorable mentions 100 percent, and i think it would have been definitely i think if i like realized it a little bit sooner and how much i love this record i think i would have definitely been in a little bit of a different spot but uh i like this one an absolute ton this one was really fucking good and i just found i, I didn't just find this out i knew it but one of their guitar players is actually the guitar player for chunk too so which is very cool pretty self-explanatory so, which why both pretty self-explanatory. Absolutely phenomenal yeah so i agree with you george fantastic pick when i saw this on the list i got you got super hyped. hyped yeah Mega i'm glad hyped, we had yeah. like a lot of like similarities within our top tens too that makes me super happy 
Yeah, this one was this one was this one was just shy of my picks, but none the nonetheless. just like with Silent Plan for me. But like again, I listen to this album a lot on uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I can't take my Spotify wrapped in consideration. And the only reason why is because when I go through submissions for my playlist, like I'm listening to so many bands, like so many oh, underground bands, like it messes up my like like my statistics. That algorithm, yeah. So like and, yeah. I, and I'm looking at my list and it's like your top number three band that you listen to is Poet. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, <laughs> that that's makes my band. no sense. I don't. That's my band. I don't listen to us like that. That's weird. Like, I mean, I do enjoy it, but like, I don't listen to it like that. Like, I, I got you. I knew what you meant. I knew what you meant. Not <sighs> pandering at all. But anyway, no, no. what's the next one, George? Number three got? is the future of pop punk, and I'm calling it right now as Magnolia Parks. It's not MGK. It's not. I'm sorry, it's not Willow. It's none of those artists, dude. Magnolia Park. I have never been so excited for the future of this genre since I want to say maybe like I got into it. It's absolutely incredible. They know what they want. This is just the beginning for Magnolia Park. I don't think, I don't think that um, this is going to be stationary for them. I think this album mm-hmm. is going to fuel whatever is coming next dude and them collaborating with andrew wade was an absolute peak performance peak recording um there's really no misses on this album at all whatsoever um but as the future of pop punk dude this is it you're not getting anything else out of this band like no you want to i'm putting it right now dude like if anybody is a fan of the genre you're gonna want to listen to this album you're gonna want to dissect it you're gonna want to just move on. This is it. I'm sorry. This is pop punk. Like it's not changing. Like they're revolutionizing <laughs> the genre. Like this is it, dude. Like I'm so stoked for this band. I'm so stoked what they're doing for pop punk. And oh, like what an absolute treat for this band. And 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 we get it. Like they were discovered on TikTok, and that's how I discovered them. And hey, listen, I'm, people are discovering me through TikTok. Like that's no excuse for how good this record is. Um, dude. Like I just, I was very, I was being very like impatient i was like anticipating like <laughs> when this album was gonna drop and then it finally did i was like dude like they they got it and this is just the beginning for them like yeah this this they're gonna go back on their discography and like this was so cute like i remember when they released this album like because the next one and the next one they're gonna be like a hundred times better than this dude like i'm so stoked these catchy verses josh's fucking choruses that are just like really reach to people lyrically oh my god dude i can't i can't i'm, I'm running I'm, I'm getting i'm getting lightheaded like this is get emotional i'm dude i i this this is this is i get it mgk kind of made pop punk relevant but this is gonna help revive magnolia park will single-handedly revive pop punk that's it that's, that's it. bold bold statement uh i've heard of this band um i did not listen to this record i probably will now since you know you you hyped it up you know i'm gonna definitely dive deep into this but um i had a few florida friends post about this band prior to them signing saying like you need to check them out and i just just passed my radar but i will now that is high up on your tier list uh, I'm gonna have to I have to give it a give it a listen. Go to ten for ten first, um, then go to s- back on my bullshit. Sick of it all, liar. That's the order I want you to listen to. That me personally, that's how I kind of okay. like. I'm grading these songs right now, but dude, like I I do what? Oh my god! Like I'm so excited for pop punk. Like they're they're gonna inspire kids to be in pop punk bands. Like they're and that's great. This is changing the whole genre. Like 
dude, I don't care what anybody says. Like, you're wrong. This is the future of pop punk. And that's it. That's said and done, dude. Like, <laughs> that's it. TikTok is taking. TikTok is helping out with that 100. percent So well, that's. I mean, that's, that's because they're 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 very intelligent with how they market themselves. But what I'm yeah, saying is like, you got the, But the music speaks for itself, though. Like the music is grade A quality pop punk, especially for like a new generation of a band like this. Like, yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah, sure. Like I, they have influences with like other uh, aspects of genres that are being put into their music, and it's just it's thriving them it's too good yeah it's too good like they wouldn't be nobody like that's the thing too like tiktok band listen uh they're not popular on tiktok by accident it's yeah. because they're good i got you it's because they're, because good. they're good yeah i'm i see popular people on tiktok all the time and i'm like it's because they're intelligent have good taste they're good looking this and that like this talent so like that's why i think this band is just gonna be um I'm putting them on a pedestal right now. So All right. All right. Not really to hear first, guys. Yep. Yeah. Uh let's go to number two, <laughs> which I'm so shocked that you didn't have them up here this high. Is Idola's the this architect, dude. I know it was uh, really tough. I saw him live. It's I funny we flipped though. It. We literally flipped like We did. Like we flipped. We flipped. Because like I 10. had you had you had you had like Light Pacific like closer to the end. Mm-hmm. And I had it up at the top, and you had Idola closer to the top, and I had it closer to the end. Yeah. But still, nonetheless, it's fantastic record. 100%. Dude, I this was a band that I know that uh, <laughs> it's just gonna get better and better from here on out. Like I the the hundred percent. Like you said, you said earlier in this uh, conversation that um it, they just mesh well together perfectly like creative as music yeah. creativity yeah their creativity as musicians like mesh well so together that like this is just gonna be like, this album just like fucking flourishes like i love the architect love their live performance absolutely killed on the afterburner tour um yeah they're great great band great band great people andrew wells is the goat yeah love that dude love you andrew but totally agree yeah, what we, we got for number one, George? Number what is the number one? one for my album of the year with 2021 is Spirit Box's Eternal Blue. Dude, I have never been so impressed by a metalcore band in my entire existence of loving the genre. This is it for me. This album spoke in so many ways how they diversified, how they became themselves, how they just you know they perfectly meshed everything they've done over the years with their past bands their current discography like they did it all if you go back and you listen to like i wrestled a bear once um you can hear some of the influences from that on this album like it's very you know it's not too far off um but this is the most maturest thing that i've heard uh from this band from this artist from uh any of the the albums i listened to this year this is an absolute treat uh i can't wait to see them live i didn't get a chance to see them live i know they came through with limp biscuit and that got canceled but um i will definitely be out there uh as soon as they come through the philadelphia area or possibly new jersey so they will be playing philly i was kind of like disappointed i was like they're not they're not high on your top ten, bro. Like, I think they were like what number eight. I, they were, uh, they. I had Spirit Box at nine. Nine. And okay. It's not because it's not because I didn't love. Like, I feel like I had to take into consideration 
this record came out this year. If I took Spirit Box as a collective from their whole discography, it would definitely be much higher up there. I just, I totally agree with you in the whole impact of their band, what they've been doing for like, you know, during the pandemic and like obviously being still able to thrive, you know, and still able to have the backing that they did. I just think a lot of people hyped up this record. And it's not that it's a bad record. I just feel like the hype train was way too high on this record. And I think personally, obviously by my list, there was better records that came out personally. Yeah, it's ever teach their own, but they made you top 10. That's yeah. all that matters.